Welcome to Adulting 101, the weekly workshop-style podcast designed to guide and motivate millennials in all facets of their lives. You're listening to the January 2018 edition of the Millennial of the Month. Whether you're interested in learning how to manage your money, get healthy, or just live a happy and productive life, I've got it all here for you. While I can't confidently say I have it together 100% of the time, I'm happy to share my struggles along this journey. Adulting may be seemingly impossible at times, but it doesn't have to be that hard. So come along with me as I hope to inspire you to finally take control of your life. And if you're not already, please feel free to check out my website, daniellodoesadult.com, and follow me on Instagram, at daniellodoesadult. Without further ado, I'm super excited to have you here today, so let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I can't believe it is the last week of January. Where is the time going? I'm actually leaving to go to South Korea in under two weeks, so I'm really, really excited for that. But I just can't believe how fast the time has gone by. So to get into it, I'm bringing back this week the Millennial of the Month feature, which is something I tried to start back in September, but I sort of just never really got that into it. The idea behind it is kind of that I'm going to be highlighting millennials who are up to cool and interesting things and actually doing something exciting with their lives, whether it be in their careers, in their hobbies, or if they just have really pertinent information that I think is important for you guys to hear, then I'm going to have those people on here to share. So this week I interviewed a up-and-coming actress from LA. I think her intro in the interview itself speaks for itself. So I'm just going to let you get right into it. Here we go. All right. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce today's guest, Cassidy Davis. She's an actor, writer, producer living in Los Angeles. She moved around a lot as a kid, so she doesn't really have a place she considers home. But she did recently graduate from the University of Pittsburgh, where she studied communication and theater. Since then, she's moved to Los Angeles to pursue her dreams full-time, but has come to realize that it's a lot harder than she expected. This led to the creation of her web series, Adulting, which is super fitting for this podcast. Adulting is about an unlikely duo, Katie and Charlie, who take their first stab at the real world together and attempt to be adults. Keyword, attempt. It is based off the trials and tribulations Cassidy had in her first year, Adulting in Los Angeles. And she is so excited that the first season is out and ready for everyone to watch and hopefully relate to. For more about Cassidy, you can visit her website and we will mention that later on in this episode. So just keep listening. So hi, Cassidy. Thank you so much again for joining me. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm really excited. It's kind of fun that the internet lets us connect with people from like so many different places. I'm from like a very small town in Northern Ontario. So um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's pretty cool. So if you want, um, you can go ahead and do your own introduction. Um, Anything I didn't touch on anything you want to share with the listeners, you can go right ahead. Um, No, I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I'm an actor living in LA. um, And uh, I've been out here for a little bit over a year. And everyone said that creating your own work as an actor is the biggest gift you can give to yourself. Um, and I always thought of myself as just an actor and now I'm just an actor. I'm not a writer. I don't do, I'm just an actor. Um, and then when I stopped seeing myself like that is when I started realizing that like, there's actually a lot more avenues I could go down. And by doing so, I could actually make it easier for me to be an actor by just giving myself the gift of creating my own work. Um, so once I got over that self-conscious hurdle and, uh, created and wrote for the first time, um, that's how adulting came to be. And that's, what I'm working on right now I'm most excited about so is that your main project is this adulting web series that you're working on 
Yes. Um, it's been a year in the making. Uh, so like a little over a year ago, I, I thought of the idea. I went to um, Mallory Fusella, who's my co-star on the show. And I was like, do you want to do this? I think, I think it could be good. Um, and she said, yes. So I started writing it, um, producing it, and then we shot it um, kind of scattered throughout the past six months, eight months. Um, and then it's edited and now it's finally out. So it's been a year in the making and it feels like a weight has been lifted that now people can actually watch this thing that I've been talking to my friends about for a really long time. <laughs> no doubt. And it's really good. I highly recommend it to anyone listening here to go on YouTube and check it out. Um, I watched pretty much all the episodes I think that you have up now and they're really funny. You can <laughs> oh, relate. Like you. it's very relatable, which is really what I like about it. Cause this audience oh, is all about you. like people who are struggling to figure out their way through adulthood. And that is exactly what you guys portray in the show. And I think it's so awesome. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that was the, the number one goal for it to be relatable, for sure. So I'm really glad you think so. <laughs> so how did you get started in the industry? Like what made you want to get into acting and writing and move to LA and do all that? Yeah. Um, so I started in the entertainment industry as a dancer. Um, and then I got injured. So I kind of had to think of other ways to sort of express this thing inside of me that like felt like it needed to get out. Um, so that's sort of how I tumbled into acting. And then um, my, like I said, my family moves around a lot. So when I moved to college, my family moved out to LA actually. And it kind of felt like it was a gift. Like I should take advantage of this now that they're living in the city that people dream about. Um, so every summer between college, I'd come out to LA cause that's where my parents were. And I interned in the industry and in casting. And I kind of thought like, I, I knew I wanted to be an actor, but I thought maybe if I like went the industry route, I would kind of like tumble into acting that way. Like I'll get really high up in Just the industry. Just go full circle. <laughs> right. I was like, I'll get really high up and then I'll be on set one day as a producer and someone will be like, oh my God, we need an actor. And I'll be like, oh wow, that's weird. I'm also one. So <laughs> that was my plan. Um, turns out each avenue in the industry is extremely hard. So why not go down the one that you actually want to go down? So um, I interned in casting basically every summer that I lived out here. And then when I graduated, um, I was able to come out here full time, having had sort of experience in casting and learning about the industry and learning what a good audition looks like, what a not so good audition looks like. Um, and that sort of helped me find my footing. So when I moved out here full time, I wasn't, um, well, it wasn't new, new, but definitely still had my, my ups and downs for sure. So that's kind of how I got into acting. That's really smart. I like that you were resourceful in like figuring out how to come from like the outside sort of and like get the inside scoop on what's good and what's bad. And then you know how you can change yourself to do that. Yeah, no, it was, it was fun. I learned so much for sure. Also, side note, I was reading on your website and it was saying about how in grade five, you're in the Wizard of Oz. And so I thought that was so funny because when I was in grade five, our school did like the Wizard of Oz play and I was in that as well. So I was like, wow, oh you look at that. Who did you play in Wizard of Oz? I was Dorothy. So when I was reading through your thing and oh it's like, God. it's not some miracle that I was cast, but I obviously didn't pursue acting full time. So <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. That was my first time on stage. I was, I was not Dorothy. I was one of the many munchkin flying monkey but you loved combos, it. But I loved it. Yeah, absolutely loved it. <laughs> That's awesome. So what would you say is the most difficult challenge that you're facing now that you've moved out to LA full time and you're trying to like break into the industry? Um, yeah, so many. Um, <laughs> Everything. <laughs> pretty much a daily challenge. No, um, I think one that I struggled with initially was just sort of really committing to pursuing acting a hundred percent. Um, 
and letting go anything that was taking away from that. So my, my most recent challenge was finding a job that was sustainable for a long time. Cause people tell you it takes around 10 years to make it. That's what people kept telling me at least. Um, and so for me, it was like, okay, um, 10 years, I can grind at this for 10 years, but I need to build a lifestyle that's sustainable, you know? So I can't have this nine to five job that I leave during my lunch break to go audition <laughs> and sustain that for 10 years. You know, that's not really going to work. So, um, recently in the last probably like, uh, eight months or so, I've kind of developed a lifestyle that's a little bit more flexible, um, and overcome that challenge of how do I balance, uh, wanting to do something creative and wanting to be an actor, but also needing to pay my rent and, build a life that can sustain this, like what might be a really long journey. Um, so overcoming that and really sort of looking inside and realizing like, can I do this for 10 years? Is this something I really want? If, if by the time I'm 33, I'm still not like on a show or I'm still struggling, like, is that okay with me or should I duck out now? Um, so really kind of looking at that and committing and listening to, the passion and the love I have for this art, um, was definitely a challenge that I feel good about coming out of and really kind of committing, going full speed ahead. And you it. made your decision. You're like ready to go. Yeah. yeah. Cause I feel like that first year, I think LA in general and probably many cities test you a lot, whether you want this or not. Um, and LA seemed to always kind of every three weeks slap me in the face in a really big way. And I was like, Ooh, okay. Do I still want it? It's like testing me. Like, do you still want this capacity? And I always have to like, kind of yes, like dry my tears, yeah, pick myself back up and like keep marching. So, um, yeah, after making that commitment, I felt like I felt really good about that. Perseverance. I love it. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> so what do you do? Like, do you have a part-time job or something on the side? Yeah. So I have like two, um, survival jobs is kind of what I call them. Um, so <laughs> One of them, I teach workout classes. Oh, that's so awesome. I, yeah, it's fun. It keeps me in shape. And it's often during, like, really uh, early in the morning. So it's not really during audition hours, potentially. Um, and then my other side hustle is um, social media consulting. So I can do it remotely. Um, I, like, handle people's social media who don't feel like doing it themselves slash don't know how to do it themselves for their business. Um, so I kind of developed that like slowly and surely and have to have gotten a few clients and, uh, now I can make rent doing that. That's awesome. So that's like a freelance thing then. Yeah. Yeah. It is a freelance thing. Yep. Um, but it's been a little bit, there's a lot of people who don't know how to do social media. So it's been a little bit easier to, to do that than I thought it would. That's awesome. Good. Um, yeah. So like what else do you do aside from, you know, working, acting with all this free time? I'm sure you don't have, do you have any other hobbies <laughs> or interests? Um, I really like, oh, so I'm a dancer, so I really like taking dance classes, teaching dance classes, um, stuff like that. It's really fun. Um, I also really like to travel. Um, I've been traveling a lot lately, just randomly, I think. Um, but yeah, I like to go around, see the world if I can, if I have a weekend off, um, I'd love to spend it somewhere outside somewhere. of LA. Also kind of, yeah, helps me like detox a little bit. Sometimes that city. What's your <laughs> favorite place that you've been? Um, hmm. well, I used to live in Italy, so that place kind of always holds a special spot in my heart. Um, so I think that would probably be my favorite place that I, um, can really relate to. But recently I was just in the Dominican Republic and that place is super cool and I've never been there. So, um, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> no, that's great. I just went actually for the first time in May and it was a really good time. 
to the Dominican yeah. Republic. Yeah, it's so beautiful there. Exactly. I love it. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Um, so, like, do you have a lot of free time or not really? No. No? Not really, I would say. <laughs> Let's be honest. What kind of dance do you do? Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm just trained in, like, ballet, um, jazz, all that stuff. My favorite's hip-hop. Okay, um, nice. I was on my college dance team, so we did a lot of, like, hip-hop, jazz, and then, like, a lot of palm work, which is, like, cheerleading, but not. But not. With kind the, of. Like, do you do the stunts and stuff, or not really? Not the stunts, but we do, like, there's a whole style of dance called palm, which I didn't really know about until I went into the college dance world, but it's, like, basically, um, like, the movements that go with cheerleading in a oh, dance okay. form. Um, to, like, like hitting it really hard. Yeah, with palms in your hands, too. Oh, okay, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, it's a whole it's a whole new world in there. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So, <laughs> you've done this, you've made the big, big move to LA, you're killing it, I'm sure. What advice do you have for other young people who are maybe a little bit hesitant to pursue their passion? Yeah, um, I would say um, people will give you a lot of advice, and... Um, to really listen to all of it, but only take in the ones that serve you the most. And if you really feel like you have this calling and this passion and you love this thing so much, um, then do it. Like the time in your adult life that is the time to figure it out and try new things and try that thing is now. Um, so as much as it's scary and so tempting to go into the nine to five consistent world where you can like, own a house and a front yard. Um, if you have a thing that's pulling you a different direction, um, I would say just trust that and don't be afraid to follow that. At I, least for I a love while. that. I love that so much. I think that it can be really hard to filter through when you have so many voices talking at you, trying to tell you like, no, do this, no, do that. So yeah, to really just like focus on one thing and follow what your heart is telling you is so key in finding happiness. Yeah. And I think it's so hard. I mean, when I graduated, a lot of my friends were making like so much more money than I was because they decided to go one route, you know, and it took me a really long time to kind of be like, that's, that's not the life you chose and that's okay. You know, like they're living this life and they have a company credit card and they go out for fancy dinners and they make a bajillion more money than you do. And yeah. That's okay. That's what they chose and they're happy and that's their life. And like at five o'clock they're done for the day and that's incredible. But like, if you really think about it, would you be happy with that life? Like if you really did choose that, you know, would you be happy? Exactly. And so, that's the life for them. It might not be the life for you and that's okay. And that's okay. Yeah, exactly. It's okay to do the scary thing and, and follow that. No, I love that. Um, so where else, um, can everyone find you? You can let us know your website, your Instagram, everything. Yeah. So my website is my first name, Cassidy, and then my middle name, Nash, N-A-S-H Davis.com, Cassidy Nash Davis.com. Um, and my Instagram is Cassidy Nash Davis. Um, and then my web series, if you want to watch it is adultingwebseries.com and then at adultingwebseries on Facebook and Instagram. That cool. was, that was great. Thank you so much. This was good. Yeah, thank you so much, Danielle. I really, really appreciate you having me on your show. All right, talk to you later. Bye. All right, folks, I really hope you enjoyed that interview. I really had a good time talking to Cassidy. I think she had a lot of really important things to say in terms of following your dreams and not listening to what the pressures of society are telling you to do. So I hope you took something away from that. If this is of interest to you and you have a story you would love to share with me, please reach out to me via email. My email address is danielle at daniellesvelt.com and we can totally schedule an interview. 
I tend to make my schedule out months in advance. So even if we chat now, your episode might not come out until the spring or summer, but that is fine. I am always open to interviewing new guests. Otherwise, that's all I have to say for this week. I'm really looking forward to some of the content I have ready coming out for February. In the meantime, you can follow me on Instagram. That's at Danielle Does Adult. You can follow me on Snapchat and Twitter. That's at Danielle Ryan, Danielle with two A's. I know the new Snapchat update is really annoying. So if you don't want to add me on there, I get it. And other than that, you can check out the show notes for this episode on my website. That's DanielleDoesAdult.com. I have nothing left to say, so have a great week, and I'll talk to you again next Monday. Bye!